Hello and welcome to the Hoop Troop Podcast. I am Matt O'Connor and joining me as they will on all of our shows are my cousin Luke Drobner. So guys. My brother Mike O'Connor. What is up? Mark Pump, who's missing from no. the video no, no. for now, but he's coming back. I'm he coming into just... frame right now. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Terrifying. <laughs> We've all been waiting for it. Dim it's dimly, in, in his dimly lit room. Like, it's like dark and grainy in there. I don't There's know. no light. It's just from the window. I'm going to edit in applause, too, for when I, uh, um, for when oh, I wow. enter. There's going to be some real real applause hey guys Putting some serious time into the podcast i see editing doing actual crap do for our 10 listeners so um, yeah, just we actually have more than 10 listeners it's 10, 10 different times i mean i i do listen to our recordings so like it's I listen not, to them in their entirety i'll listen to them just to see how dumb i sound i give it a, i give it a run through i get high on our own supply and see there's yeah, a there's yeah. a degree of narcissism that goes with it but sure for sure. I, um, I don't think I've listened to a single one, but... Um, I can't say I blame you. <laughs> uh, Matt, what's what's going on with your setup there? Because you got the mic. Oh, yeah. So I'm in my basement. Uh, my dad works down here usually, so I kicked him out. Um, sure. There's not many places in my house that have good Wi-Fi, and this is one of them, and he's just always down here. So like, I can't record in my room because it won't work. I could record at our kitchen table, which I've been doing the past few times, but like yeah. I can't just, I literally take control of our entire main floor to do that. Or yeah, that's really about it. So I had to come down here to do this. I guess I could go outside, but that's a whole dangerous experiment. An outdoor athlete probably pretty good. Yeah, maybe. But so yeah, for, for now I'm in like my dad's lawyer setup of a basement. Um, that's, so yeah. that's awesome, man. I'm trying to figure out my lighting here, but you guys, you guys right. keep going. I, I, but I think it's it's working for you. Whatever the, the hard, harsh light on the left side of your face is working. Yeah, there's a pretty pretty big fall off, but you know. Side anyway. Say that again, Luke. It's the good side, right? Yeah, for sure. It's the one that still has this. It's not a sty. Dermatologists, doctors hate them. They don't know what that is. Uh, they said wow. I strained too hard. Um, strained too hard. I strained too hard. Were you like? like a, pooping and you just popped a blood vessel (laughs) i i don't know and it's also i guess i strained my face hard because they like my dermatologist was just like there's nothing going on here uh there's nothing to drain it's just like it's you just have burst blood vessels in your face for some reason on your face for some reason um can you get rid of it or is that just going to be there well they were like uh it'll go away on its own if it doesn't come back and we'll like do some laser shit um (laughs) on it is that worst um, case? sorry is that worst ca- they're saying like worst case we'll we'll take the laser we'll go right the laser route i go worst case i go under the knife Whoa. they knock me out a full day and a half um no yeah it's just it look <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> one of those things that just happens in this crazy these unpredictable times the new normal sometimes your face gets a new normal in the middle but um Anyway, I'm glad that we could figure out the lighting. I'm wow. glad that my doctors can't figure out my face. And um, all right, hot all right. start. This is yeah. This is what everyone needs to be hearing right now. For sure. Um. So, all right. Uh, I'm gonna go go for it. With, uh, leaders in games played. You know, RJ Barrett has played the most games out of everybody. Least Not surprised. Tibbs just runs everyone into the ground. He actually only plays 34 minutes a game. Wait, well, it's of- going down. Yeah. 
out of everyone in the league, he's the leader in games played. Yeah, he's in, he's the leader in games started. He started all started. five games. Okay. He's 25th in minutes played per game. I wouldn't be surprised if Randall's up there too. He plays the two of them just a ton. Randall's tied for first in minutes with Harden, 37 a game. Yeah, makes sense. But isn't – is 34 – I don't know anything. Is that a lot? Yeah. Uh, three quarters. What's average? Well, think about it. Just break it down. It's a 48-minute game. Like, if you're going to be playing, I don't know, eight minutes per quarter, you're going to end up at 32 minutes a game, which, like, that's a good chunk. It's true. So – Mike, why do you look so tan, man? Um, freaking flew down to Florida and was in a retirement community for a week. Um, is this real? It is real. Um, okay, because that'd be a solid bit if you weren't. Um, no. Yeah. Wow, you got super tan. So I was running into just an existential crisis with work. Didn't know what to do. My parents fully vaxxed. Were like, we're going down to the retirement community that our grandparents own but aren't in right own but aren't they own a retirement community like they own the whole thing it's like a con- no like a condo uh, yeah. in it yeah. okay so an individual unit all right they were like Obviously. it's like geriatric central a week a block from the beach you want to just go down there even though you're working and like get away for a second so i ventured down okay. ventured down i just worked from there but it was just a change of pace and now i'm back kind of staying alone in my apartment right yeah so i'm in like the the, the teens the quarantine stage um, oh like returning from travel quarantine stage yeah i'm just kind Even of no you're fully vaxxed though they're still making the cuomo's breathing down your tan neck well i just kind of am minding my own business i like again I, i'm kind of acknowledging the position of like a lot of people a can't do what i did or wouldn't have done what i did so i'm just trying mm-hmm. to appreciate that or something did you have to prove that you're double vaxxed before they let you in with all those old people and when i tell you did i even come into contact with like within 15 feet of anybody the whole time no like there was i was not close to anyone it was so bizarre there was nobody yeah, there. I mean, save it for the judge save it for your mom yeah exactly the funniest part of this though i didn't go with the other uh-huh. three legs of my family but i kept it shows like- yeah I can't, yeah, no, I'm pale and I have a Lord Farquaad haircut, but, <laughs> um, no, I would, I would get texts like every day and like they would do, they, I don't know, they were like walking and seeing wilderness and like alligators and stuff. My mm-hmm. dad would send videos of pelicans and they were like the worst videos I've ever seen. Like he wouldn't, he, they'd hardly be in them, but he'd be like <laughs> the pelican palooza or like whatever. <laughs> just, <laughs> You'd just, see one pelican. Just describe, to describe my week, I would work like my regular work hours and then join them for like a walk on the beach and these pelican every day is just what I did like an old person and the pelicans would fly by and they would flip out they just were going nuts for the pelicans that they would fly overhead and they like it's really cool they dive down and like gulp up it's cool it's sick yeah I mean I'm with your parents it sounds amazing do you think you had a better time without Matt probably he hates the stuff. I, I would have enjoyed your company, but he would. I mean, in the middle what of your person central, I'm probably essential. Yeah. What if I asked them? No, they're like, man, they, they nice were like, thank God like... we left him behind. Right. Um, I imagine. 
But anyway, yeah, minutes played is yeah, Randall. Oh uh, well, speaking of Pelicans, we got Zion popping off. Uh, oh, he just broke Shaq's <laughs> record for most. What was it? Most twenty-five point games or something at a certain percentage or something. I forget what he just broke. He broke some record for being good. Yeah, I mean, all, yeah that's all I got that, there. That one dunk down the lane that uh, everyone kept replaying over the past few days. It was from a game like three days ago. I forget who they were playing, but. He's just kind of ridiculous in that everyone knows what he's going to do. He can only score at the rim. Also, Mark, you just spoke through a burp. That was pretty impressive. But... I'm, I'm, I've got a lot on my plate. I'm actively sweating. Like, yeah. my lower body. I was, like, sprinting home to make it. I lost track of time in the park. I was running around with the other dogs. And, wow. um, yeah, like, my whole lower body. Like, my jeans are just absolutely glued to me. I'm, I'm talking through burps. I'm sweating. Um, I'm trying to figure out lighting. This is an absolute train wreck. Uh, what are you going to do? You guys watch Godzilla vs. King Kong? Of course I did. Of course. Although... No, no, Mike? No, I watched it. Oh, I forced right. my family to watch it. Well, kind of. They didn't have to. You watched it with your parents? Well, I wasn't going to, but then they just kind of like were like, what are you watching? And they were like, we want to hang yeah. out. And I was like, well, I'm watching this tonight. So it's either you're watching this or we're not hanging out. And so they watched it. Right. They hated it. I loved it. Luke, have you seen it? Yeah, I have. They t- they totally hyped up King Kong at the beginning. I was really expecting. Well, well it was on. a King Kong movie. It wasn't a Godzilla movie. It was a Kong movie. Yeah. Well, okay. So I watched it, but I was high. Um, Fair. And I don't know who won. Like I got halfway. I my I at some point it was. Um, who won or? No, I like I don't know what happens after Brian Tyree Henry and millie bobby brown fall through the earth into hong kong or something like that's that's basically what i gathered that yeah he gets there's hong some kong through the earth there's some weird like they really do steer yeah. right into the hollow earth theory sure which, like, which is real and and true of course yeah we yeah. that is something that the hoop true podcast stands by yeah. um um and yeah. so i don't know it was a little it's obviously there are so many plot holes in it but like it rocks it was i liked it okay can i just like i i, I don't i've not confirmed this i've not finished the movie and i've not read anything about it but obviously they were setting it up so I, like again this is like i i greened out about um when they're falling into hong kong okay. like i was just like in and out of consciousness and okay. <laughs> so they're setting up <laughs> they're setting up that like the godzilla also the girl who's uh who can like no sorry with kong now wait, is it Godzilla? No, it's Kong. the little girl who. Yeah, she's deaf. Yeah, and then oh yeah, King Kong. Kong can do sign language, and yeah. that's kind of stupid. <laughs> anyway, but there was like the other Millie Bobby Brown's character being like, Godzilla doesn't just attack. Godzilla's a good guy. Um, he doesn't. Godzilla just is man. a good guy. I'll, I'm I'll sure he is. Well, that. well, they're clearly setting out setting it up to where it's like, oh, someone's be someone's making Godzilla some evil man, some evil human is making Godzilla be mean and tr- to try and like stage this fight this godzilla versus kong so i'm sure that they don't that there isn't like a winner between one of them and that i mean they do you want me to tell man you? i what is this is this i and i swear you, to god you're I've not close i've not like i i'm not cheating you I obviously have the right have... idea but like no yeah. there's kind of like okay. i don't know there's a few times where they fight each of them kind of wins one of them then godzilla mm-hmm. pretty much beats kong but lets him live but then it turns right. out that the humans are making like a big metal titan of like godzilla it's like a big meta metal godzilla and they kind of have to team up to go beat that one Um, i feel like a regular godzilla 
would uh, no all could already beat metal human Godzilla. No, man made. So you if you watched the the previous Godzilla movies in King of Monsters, you know. Yeah, of course. Now I was just, with you, and the exact yes. same scenario that yes. played out <laughs> with, with this Godzilla versus Kong played out like a year and a half ago in your apartment with Godzilla King of the Monsters, but whatever. But their channel, they're somehow like siphoning off the energy from a dragon from a past episode, from a past movie. And Which they, dragon? The three-headed one? G- Ghidorah, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. But so they use that. to to power their metal one that thing gains consciousness consciousness of its own (laughs) all right (laughs) all right i started no that's cool and so i'm so so, yeah so that turns against the humans and against godzilla and king kong but Mm -hmm. king kong also like can use his like hammer i don't know there's all sorts of ridiculous things that go on King Kong is no longer an ape. He's more like a Neanderthal. You know, he, yeah, he's, if he he's pretty with language. it. He's evolved quite a bit. Yeah. We, we definitely have skipped some steps. Mm-hmm. In... No longer just a monkey. Well, yeah. And then also, it's oh just. Oh, God. There, yeah. There's some ridiculous plot holes in it, which we don't have to necessarily get into. I'll let you watch it more. Well, let's get into can... one. Let's get into one plot hole. <laughs> one plot hole? All right. Yeah, pick so your favorite. At one point in the movie, I. Damn, my favorite. All right, fine. So at one We're point in the movie, oh, yeah. at one point in the movie, King or King Kong is like in Hollow Earth, like somehow reuniting with his people ish, like his right because King where King he's Kong's from, kingdom, yeah, Kong's is the Hollow, Hollow Earth. Earth. Yes, everybody knows that. But so he's yeah. down there, whatever, and somehow Godzilla finds out he's down there. Just telepathically, he figures it out, and he just takes his big laser breath or whatever. He shoots his laser down all the way through to Hollow Earth, and then like. Which, let's just say, you got to figure that's miles of Earth down there to the core. Sure, yeah. And so he's pissed off, and all of a sudden they're just both looking through the giant Godzilla laser hole at each other and can see each other. From, like, however far away that is, they're just looking at each other, making eye contact. (laughs) Then then King Kong climbs up through that hole in, like, all of 10 seconds. It's, like, not long. Yes, sir. And then he fights Godzilla or whatever. And then Godzilla hits him with that same laser beam that just cut through the entire Earth. And King Kong doesn't just die. It doesn't go through <laughs> King Kong. It just, like, kind of bruises him a little bit. It makes no sense, the whole thing. Isn't but, that, I mean, it was fun to watch. Isn't that the point of the... You're not supposed to challenge it. You're just supposed to let it happen. You have to let Some it, stuff. Let, like, you have I to also, let watch over you that you're just watching this crazy ass movie. Yes, right? exactly. But like you're also suspending some, like you're just like, all right, fine. I'm going in, I'm watching a giant ape fight a giant lizard, and like it's gonna be mm-hmm. that. But you also want some semblance of reality in it. Like I don't I don't want it to be so ridiculous well, that, that that seems like why, even this is ridiculous. That seems like an unfair expectation of a movie that is about something that isn't real. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> They base it in reality by having like right wing conspiracy theorist podcasters, like yeah. like Millie Bobby Brown. No, sorry, um, uh, Brian Tyree Henry and Millie Bobby Brown would be like they're like the Jordan Petersons of Kong versus Skull. They have like really interesting thoughts on like men. There was also women. just not enough Coach Taylor in this movie. No. Just totally yeah. not enough given his role in the other movies. Do they make Skarsgård evil in the end? Alexander Skarsgård? No, he's they a good guy. Making, they really? Mm, yeah. They love making that guy evil. Yeah, they, he's Hollywood. kind of evil, but not that evil. He turns it around. I don't think it was Bobby Brown. It's a redemptive arc the whole time. Yeah. Like, perfect. 
he ends up um, with the woman who's, I guess, not her mom, but like the Rebecca deaf Hall. girl's, yeah, deaf girl's mom. They end up together yeah. in Hollow Earth with King Kong just at the end of the movie, chilling. What? Yeah, they're like what? friends with they're like friends with King Kong, like, and they set they up shop live, down like there. They oh, they live. They live. They, they live, live alone with King Kong. No, they set up like one of their. They set up one of their whatever. Eight, I don't know government Research agency. Facilities? Yeah, okay. down in the hollow. That's still. It's that's, insane, Mark. It is. That's a wild thing. Yes, I no, want a sequel that's just checking in on the health of their marriage one year later because yeah. it's in the toilet. You're not gonna know marriage <laughs> is strong enough and to deal. Go ahead. Yeah, you don't have family. Like you've left your family on. The plant like but Kong have, is your family internet. you're not gonna get wi-fi in the hollow earth what are right, they Mark, gonna... they're in the hollow earth if they have the technology the to earth. get to the hollow earth they're gonna be able to get internet down there like a wi-fi booster yeah also if need be king Kong can just climb you out of there in five seconds we've learned that so <laughs> oh, i guess that's true i guess i can come back it just now seems like a pretty a feels like a pretty big move i don't know it's a ridiculous movie it's mm -hmm. I mean, it's good. I was it's saying like, like a residential move for that couple. I think uh -oh. it's, a, it's a big move. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that movie. Cool. Glad, glad uh, I got that off my chest. All right, let's yeah. do let's do some basketball. Let's yeah. turn right. a little bit. Jamal Murray tore his ACL. All right, Jamal Murray yeah. tearing his ACL is brutal because the Nuggets like were pretty unstoppable since getting Aaron Gordon. Like they actually were pretty damn dominant. And like I actually thought they might have a chance at coming out of the West. Now I am not so certain. Just gotta check in on the NBA standings right now. Because yeah. I mean, yeah, it yeah. does suck super hard for the Nuggets. Uh then the four seed. Okay. Jazz, Suns, Clippers, Nuggets, Lakers, Blazers, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Spurs, and Warriors. Top ten seeds, the seven through ten be playing. And then in the east. Sixers, Nets, Bucks, Hawks, Heat, Hornets, Celtics, Knicks, Pacers, Bulls. And the yeah. Bulls, they traded for Revish. They've been terrible still. And it, at, so at this rate, the, the plane is in about a month, right? Yeah. Or is it at the end of May? So the end yeah, of when, when did that start? These are all things. End of the season. When does the season end? There's only like, what, 20 games left or yeah. so? Yeah. So. Well. 2021 figure like four weeks from now five weeks from now whatever that is that's soon huh? wow yeah that is super soon my tournament starts may 18th so literally a month and five days which wow, that rules which makes denver losing jamal murray super tragic because i still think 21 games is a decent amount i mean they'll be fine without him like they'll maintain top six status i think Jokic, Aaron Gordon, I don't know. Michael Porter Jr. is playing super well this year. Like I think they'll be okay enough, but they're obviously like kind of screwed. They just, need I, they need like a guard to get bought out or something. They need something to bail them out. Yeah, but that won't happen. Sure. Even now, I don't think help them. They have Monte and Morris, who's pretty good. So. The thing that sucks oh, even yeah. worse is that not only do they lose him this year, like he's gonna miss maybe potentially all of next season, depending on how his recovery goes. Is that most yeah. of, most well, of. you brought this up. You texted, we were texting about right. that earlier. Nine to 12 months. Be, I think I, I did my own research. Um, 
and I'm seeing seven to nine, depending on. Okay. Well, even so, so I mean, that's a good. Chunk it's a of catastrophically season. tragic injury, for and that's assuming he comes back Vikings. and looks immediately like himself, which we've all Spencer seen Red. does not happen. Spencer Dinwiddie tore his ACL and is about to come back for the Nets. Well, they say he could come back, and he's ahead of schedule, which I don't think you can count on. Spencer Dinwiddie himself said he's going to make a return this year. Yeah, but it, that's classic Dinwiddie. I feel like that's just what players say. Like, yeah, I'm coming back. Like, obviously, they're going to want to come back. Unless you're Kevin Durant, who's just like, all right, yeah, I'm going to punt on all of last season. Like, I, I don't know. Why, he's like, going I feel off like on Twitter these days. He is, he is just picking fights left and right. Oh, oh my God. Can we please talk about the Michael Rappaport thing? There yeah. were no winners in that fight. No, oh, I disagree. I can't believe Michael Rappaport cried on live TV. He, who wins? Did he cry about that? Yes. He was like, really? Grant said some mean things about me, and he started tearing oh, up. Fuck that tool. Fuck that tool. He's, fuck Michael yeah, Rappaport. He's the worst. He's absolutely I, the worst. But look, so is Kevin Durant. Okay, yeah, he used some, like, homophobic language. He and, definitely you know, did. That's, that's yeah. not good. But I, 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 what I, what you, my takeaway is that Kevin Durant is, um, like, a petty, real guy. And like his Twitter burners suggest, like I, the fact that one of the greatest basketball players ever and like, like a top four, like good basketball, like best basketball player right now alive. And, you know, and he's had just an unbelievable career. He's, he's amazing. Um, the fact that that dude is just like getting into random Twitter fights, like has multiple accounts to just sit on his phone when he, like, he's a millionaire like, for, like he's a hundred million. But that's the thing. Like it's like, it is hilarious, but he's also awesome. such a loser. Like no, I love for it. all I the reasons that. you just said, he is. What do, no. Matt, what do you what do you do right now? You go to work. Yeah. You sit around. You get angry about the. I am a loser. I'm a loser who goes yeah. on the internet and tweets and yeah, does dude. stuff. And he's I'm gonna Kevin Durant. That. I'm gonna edit that one <laughs> clip and just. And that's it. Anytime yeah. I need to throw that in your face, I just get Matt going. I'm a loser. <laughs> Me. Oh, God. <laughs> it's true though i mean he's kevin durant he's a millionaire but like like mark just said one of the best players of all time can literally do whatever he wants with his time like i i dude, love also, and like, he, if you're that good also be a little more secure about yourself like to disagree. feel the need to go on and just fight with random internet gremlins like stop it Look, I've, I've, I've shat upon KD a lot, like, for going for, to the Warriors. That being said, in my eyes, I am now I'm – a, I'm a Kevin Durant fan after this. I think, <laughs> but he can't I think really that's, win. that's a brand of man that I truly can back. <laughs> a, a he can't win in these decide. situations, I'm not though. That. He can't win no, these. No, he won. He won. Well, he won. not against – all right. I'm going to say forget about Michael Rapport because everyone he, would beat him. He's a loser. Against, like, random strangers on the internet. Like, nobodies. It's cool. Arguing nobodies? Like, what do you gain from Kevin Durant, he got into it with Shannon Sharp today. I know, he did. Yeah, that's also that. Shannon Sharp's fault. Yeah. He, like, he attributed some quote that Kevin Durant did not say to Kevin Durant on live TV. And Durant was like, what the hell? I remember reading it and thinking to myself, like, no way Kevin Durant actually said this. No. Yeah. yeah. But that's Team it. Katie. Also, like... I'm not team Shannon Sharp either. Like I have no allegiance to Shannon Sharp. Also, My thing is more like after go being, do anything else. After after being a real functioning adult, and I can imagine Shannon Sharp sitting at work and someone puts that quote on his desk and he's like, You have to talk about this. I'm sure Shannon Sharp was like, Do I really? And they were like, Yes. And he was like, Oh, I could see that. 
someone's on Shannon Sharp's back about talking about that. It, it sells stories. It, it gets viewers, right? Like, but isn't there a level of due diligence for ESPN to it's or Fox, Fox Sports One? But how do they not fact check that? Like he can't just show up to work and whip that out. Yeah, some producer is definitely getting fired or on the hot seat for that for, for sure. sure. Um, yeah, but still, so yeah, like, to Luke's point, he was definitely yeah he was given that, but it's also then he has to like he's like in character. Right. as shannon sharp playing shannon sharp well that's why when they were fighting shannon sharp was like well, all right let's take this offline like i'm not fighting with you about this I'm now sure, i'm sure yeah. sharp offline would be like look bro someone put that on my desk i had yeah to, I had to use it. Sure. sorry but durant's like no i'm gonna embarrass you publicly i think that's also cool i think that's awesome i think like if if kevin durant wasn't in the nba and he was just playing pickup <laughs> and like it would be cool that he would just like trash talk you and destroy like I just I think that's I think that's honestly Kevin Durant was just playing pickup at the park. You think he'd be this good? Imagine if it was like a normal ass dude. It was just like a tall skinny dude. And he well, was no, like, but if, okay. if so, he Mark, was sick, you're describing Mark. Sure, but if I was like sick at basketball, um, and trash like I think trash talking is what like I'm bummed that it's not as prevalent in the NBA that they don't allow it as much. And I think it like it should be allowed. Like stare downs after dunks should be allowed. Like. Both yes. like Schroeder, Schroeder and uh, Schroeder and um, Kyrie both got tossed in that Lakers Nets yeah. game for no reason. Yeah, like, ridiculous. I, I also think trash talk, and then you back it up like it's way cooler, and then you should be allowed to go to further extremes. If you're fighting with someone and like dunk on them, you should be allowed to step over them, stare at them. A hundred percent. Yes. That yeah. said, though, like there's a huge difference. Like Kevin Durant, yeah, if he does that on the basketball court when he's just dominating fools, yeah, that's. Sick. Him cool. again. Him doing that to like r- random gremlins on the internet is like, what does he gain from that? It's it's not cool. Think about how heartbreaking it would be if Trey Young absolutely sauced you and then he like stepped over you. I'd be like, mm-hmm. bro, you're balling. You can't even say some words right. So you got well, it's like that. Um, He's hideous. It's like that Shaq dunk on what's his face. That that <sighs> I'm forgetting who it was. <laughs> He like shoves yeah. guy. He literally dunks on him so and like funny. rubs his nuts in the guy's face and shoves, and shoves him. him. Yeah. yeah, and then like he just gets up and chucks the ball at him. It's but he but the throw was awful. Like I understand that dude being yes. pissed, but his throw went nowhere. It was a shit throw too. Oh, it was uh, on um what's his name? Draymond Green. Donovan Mitchell's pretty. Uh, it was pretty on Chris pretty. Dudley. That guy. Oh, hell yeah. Just known hell for getting yeah. dunked on. Luke, what did you say about uh, Donovan? Donovan Mitchell gets pretty emotional out there on the court. He slapped Jalen Brown the other day. Jalen Brown was like, "Tech him up. Also, Luke, oh, yeah. when, when are you going to change your opinion or your take on Donovan Mitchell? He's so freaking good. I, I will never change it. I think they're like – I don't think Zach Levine is as good as Donovan Mitchell, but Zach Levine is more valuable than Donovan Mitchell just because Zach Levine is 6'6". <sighs> Interesting. Disagree. I... I disagree. I know what you mean. Like having wings, like a, a more like physically play. intimidating player is more valuable, but like Donovan not Mitchell. in those two players' cases. Donovan Mitchell is so good and he's leading his team to have won 75% of their games. Like that's pretty insane. Yeah. I think we discredit the impact Rudy Gobert has on the defensive end. I I agree. Oh, <laughs> I, I I I I'm not I'm not in on Gobert. I mean, I'm not, Gobert. like even I'm, so, like I'm really not in on Gobert, but he's good. Like if would anyone be happy guys, if their team gave Gobert a max contract? Would anyone no, be I'd like be, thank I God? I would be like vomiting if I no. did that. Yeah, no. He's I mean, in this but, this awful 
place of where not a max, but you can't give him less. But he's like, I mean, I mean he yeah, would have walked sick, if they though. hadn't paid him. And isn't that the nature of small market basketball, especially in a place like Salt Lake City? Like you gotta have, you have to try to keep people. I mean, Crazy to their place. credit, it has worked. Like they do look good. He's a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year again, which I still think Ben Simmons should win. But like, I don't know. It does, in general, make sense. Sorry, I distracted my mom. Just got home. Hey, mom. Leaving this in. I'm not gonna edit this out. So yeah, I'm a loser. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the double thumbs. I'm, a, I'm yeah. the loser. Kevin Durant, you think you're a loser, buddy? I'm the loser. Literally, yeah. No, comparatively. The the guy who's sure. a multi-time NBA All-Star MVP versus the guy who's recording a podcast with 10 listeners in his parents' basement. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Comparatively, yeah, I'm a loser. I think, do you think that we could get you into a fight with Kevin Durant yes, or absolutely. one of his friends? If I, if Let's I just, do it. If I tweeted it, if I tweeted at him as angrily as I tweet about Alfred Payton, he would answer. Alfred Payton. Wait, you know what? Let's get the let's get the hoop troop. I'll do it from the hoop. I'll do it from the hoop troop account. Let's just see if we can get blocked by Kevin Durant. That I guess would be awesome. Yeah, that's free. That's free, that's free press. Nothing ends well. Fight and gain reputation. Nothing ends well for the people who take him on. It, it, oh no! I mean, he's I I'm uh, five blocks south of Barclays. He's just gonna come here and kill me in person. <laughs> like when he was like, meet me at the corner of whatever, like to Michael Rappaport to fight him in the street. It's insane. <laughs> Kevin Durant is going to find me in Brooklyn and and choke me out. And honestly, and no one's gonna stop. Everyone's gonna be like, this is fine. This is fine. It's a hard time for people, and I think Kevin Durant's just going through it. Or what if we, what if we take the other stance, and the hoop troop hovers around, like kind of like a vulture. Mm-hmm. We look for the the kill. We look for Kevin Durant absolutely slaughtering someone on Twitter, and we like join the bandwagon and gain his respect, and we like tandem. Oh, so we're just his, we're like his um, flavor flave. I just don't think his he's gonna man. notice that an account with ten followers is like liking and retweeting him i just don't think except he's he might because he's such a weirdo who's apparently well, just swimming on if, the internet if i keep tweeting you know hey you suck man like uh you're he a would huge... see it he would see, see it. it absolutely see it. that's like i can get I, the hoop troop block my dumb <laughs> video my dumb video jumping out of an airplane to try and get him on the knicks a couple of years ago like there's no way he didn't see it that's shut up no he didn't he didn't see it <laughs> He definitely no saw it. No, absolutely not. Like, like a thousand people at most saw it. Um, no, there were. It got like thirty-five thousand views. Okay, but you think Kevin Durant is among those thirty-five? Enough people? people tagged him. I think yes. I think absolutely oh, yes. Oh no, no, no. Yes. You know what? I'll from the hoop. Let's ask account, him. I'll just. I'll tweet it. I'll tweet that video at him and say, "Hey, Kevin Durant, you ever watch this? And <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? A guy went." Jump went skydiving and had you on him while skydiving as if that's some sort of symbolic gesture that's really going to move you <laughs> if you did something if you if you had it tattooed on yourself and then you free soloed el cap like my boy alex Honnold, maybe he would take notice of that but just doing like it'd be like i, I went uh I, I rode go-karts for kevin durant <laughs> I, I think, ski ball I think jumping out of an airplane is far more dangerous than riding go-karts and playing ski ball for Kevin Durant. Is, is skydiving that dangerous? Like, like that's a fun time activity. That more than do. go-karts? One of them's on the ground. 
I would be willing to bet that more people have died in go kart related accidents than in skydiving related accidents. I want you, you, $5 on this? I'm, I'm crunching the numbers here. So Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. But just, Matt, oh, I want to be fuck. I will, so, I'll like, bet that more by, people have died. <laughs> let, let's go by 2019 because 2020 stats are, are, aren't going to be accurate because of COVID. Oh, in just 2019. The year. Do it in 2019. Did more people die sky in skydiving accidents? So not including like plane crash, like in things where they were they intended to jump successfully with a parachute out of a out of an aircraft. Okay. <laughs> I think that more people died in go kart related accidents than in skydiving related accidents. The first thing that like came in recreational, I like got... like also also wait hold on also wow. not base jumping, not like extreme sports people who like 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 yeah are base jumping. Like this is like tourism skydiving, like like okay. people, you know, not like extreme sports. Right. People. So basically, who are doing people it every day. like you and I who went to go go kart or go or like, skydiving, or like you who who literally went skydiving, like that level yeah. of skydiving. Um, my guess Fired is up. my guess is you might be right, but that doesn't necessarily make skydiving not dangerous. I think there's probably more precautions taken for skydivers than for go karts. Sure. Well, that's the thing, and when you get complacent, that's when lives are lost. Right, so, exactly. Like, are you find anything? Pretty sad, actually. I would recommend against googling this stuff. Right, so we're not going to get an answer here. Uh, no, wait. All right, here we go. Take it to a dark place. Here we go. Well, this data is pretty stale. It For is 2019. This is I, total. I just don't want to use 2020. Deaths each year from 1985 to 1996. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, in 1996, let's just try to apply this like human population growth. Like it says 19,500 people died from go-kart accidents in 1996. That is even higher than I thought. That, that is much higher than I thought. We're not crediting the technology improvements in the world of go-karting. Oh, it was 96. That's true, honestly, like safety for sure. Also, yes. Clinton was president. They were, everyone was distracted. There are no rules, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Go-kart is pretty dangerous. The headlines, <laughs> the headlines, <laughs> the headlines from this are horrifying. I don't even feel good. Uh, it's scary. All right. All right, now hit me with some skydiving stats. I'm sure these are honestly more readily available, but I'm uh, glad to know that in the 90s, at least, go-karting was no walk in the park. I'm looking through Twitter. Oh, among the almost 6.2 million jumps performed by. I can't tell if he froze or if we're yeah. just waiting here. Sorry. Wow, I thought he froze. Wow. Yeah, wow. Among the almost 6.2 million jumps performed by 519,620 skydivers over 10 years between 2010 okay. and 2019, 35 deaths. That's a lot, <laughs> man. <laughs> 19,000 in a single year but again i don't really know what i was reading on the internet about okay i feel like that's a wide enough we're mine disparity. also in 96 i feel like more people are skydiving now than then Three thousand, three thousand injuries and 35 deaths i mean injuries you could easily like i mean you're still coming down pretty fast you could roll an ankle you could you know i also think lots per capita lots there death. are more go-karters than article, skydivers article from may 25th 2020 how safe is skydiving Statistics show that there's one tandem 
skydiving fatality for every 500,000 tandem jumps, which make the odds of death 0.000002%. That's the death. All right, so whatever. Go-karters die a lot. Just don't go go-karters. Well, I mean, is this that hard to, like, figure Like, you can move, like, 20 – I don't know. How fast does a go-kart get? Maybe not 20 miles per hour, but, like, taking, like, an impact at 20 – like, and, and a, you're not an enclosed car, like – Going from moving 20 miles per hour to going to zero is like a major collision. Like, and also you're like, you're not, and then some like idiots not wearing, like also think about how often drinking plays into go-karting. I would never get in one sober. So like, uh, like you're forgetting to wear uh, like a seatbelt. You're like drunk. You're like crashing. You're ramming it into your, like if I saw a DUI somehow, if you get, if you get pulled over from that, if you take it off road, if you like, if I drove it in the streets, you know, way too much about go-karts right now. I feel like, this, this is, is close an ad. To home. We've been sponsored by. Oh, this is actually a predetermined argument Mark wanted to have on. The I he knew. He's been. Up. Yeah. Um. No, but it's like also yeah. I see like Tim on the sidelines, and I'm like drunk, and I rammed him with my well, go kart. Right. That's I mean justified. Yeah. Sure. I mean no, that's just a fantasy of mine. Um, All right. Anyway. Anyway, um, sorry. Yeah. I uh, I want to I want to mention how I owned Matt this week, talking about basketball when we did start bench cut. Oh. Uh, well, I don't know that you owned me. I have a tough time with that one. Matt thought Anthony Davis was a better three-point shooter than Embiid. Embiid statistically is a better three-point shooter. And I wouldn't uh, have. I wouldn't have guessed that. Sorry, I, I, guess I that. would guess true. I would guess it over time, but like Davis last year was shooting the ball extreme, and especially in the playoffs, was shooting it really well from three and like really confidently. And like his shot has gotten better through his career. I right now, I would. I would rather have AD shoot. I know I'm a homer, but like. I'd rather so, have 80 shooting that three. So in the in the start bench cut of Jokic and Bead and Davis, I think you definitely keep Jokic. I don't know if you're going to start him. You probably would start him. I guess I don't know. Just all three. Those are so good. The, They're so good. So, it's hard. I, I I really don't think there's a wrong answer. Honestly, like I like I could I I understand the case for. Embiid? I I don't know. I think you got to go with Jokic and Embiid. Davis. Embiid. Embiid. Why? What's your reasoning? Embiid is the most dominant big man in the league. I would much rather, like, if I had an Embiid-Anthony Davis matchup in the finals, I think Embiid would win that matchup. So in this scenario, and it sounds like we all agree that we're keeping Jokic, then how is Embiid the most dominant big man if you're taking Jokic guaranteed? I don't consider Jokic to be a big. I consider Jokic to be more like a ball handler or like a wing or something. I, like I, he plays in the post, but he's not necessarily a big. He, it's just not how he gets utilized. But defensively, for sure, he's also he doesn't really play defense. He like. He, well, also, I would argue Davis is better than Embiid defensively, right? Are we all in the same? Like Davis is well, like because he always... has the flexibility. He definitely yeah, he can go. Embiid's I mean, Embiid's yeah more, and he's he's like quicker. Like, so you can kind of switch yes. in the sometimes. This but, like, might just be recency bias too, but something that's cool and you get to know players that you didn't normally watch. Like, Anthony Davis was never in the playoffs with the Pelicans, but because he was – He was, and he dominated. For a series. Yeah, like, I mean, that's no, – I think he had multiple – I mean, I mean, they – He had they multiple series, but, like, they never went far into the, the playoffs. Point, the point is, like, yeah, I had not watched so much Anthony Davis basketball like I did in this playoffs and then in the championship – he is so freaking good. I would just I would pick him over Embiid, and then I would also pick Jokic. 
The funny thing is, like, you can't even, like, I would normally make the case for whoever's less injury prone out of Davis and Embiid, and there's, you just can't. They both get hurt all the time. Like, it's I would not say even that like Davis is that. less injury prone, honestly, where it's like signing Embiid, like building your half, ah, fuck, I don't know. Like, like they both miss extended time every season. Yeah, but as long as Embiid's around for the playoffs and he plays through all seven games series, as long as he like, can't like- you say that for both of them? Like, I just think, like, it's not the, the health. The health concern it applies to both of them. Like I can't yeah. necessarily rely on either of them to be healthy no matter what. I mean, so I I would take Davis just because he's more versatile defensively, and I guess offensively as well too. You can put him at the four or five depending on your matchup. Whereas Embiid, you're just yeah, he's a center. You can put Embiid at the four on offense. It'd be weird. Who would you that put? Would up, who would you have that? Also, there's no the, – any opposing team is going to put a center yeah. on him. I think the reason Embiid doesn't make the cut for me is because, yeah, he might be the most dominant big in the league, but he's the most dominant, like, traditional – he's pretty traditionally big. I, I think you guys don't watch enough Embiid. I don't. I, that, I, I do not. He plays like a uh, – he plays like Jason Tatum, but he's 7 feet, 285 pounds. He does. He really does. They work out together over the summer. He – I mean, he has definitely improved his ball handling and, like, he does hit some step-backs, but no. You're giving him far too much credit as, like, a... He's not running pick-and-rolls. You're not putting Embiid as a ball handler in a pick-and-roll, but you get an ISO situation with Embiid on the wing. He's he's literally Jason Tatum. He has been been playing well in ISOs, but to compare him to Jason Tatum I just think it's the weirdest comp ever, like... I don't see it. I know what you mean in that, like, yes, he has definitely worked on his game a bit. And, like, mid-range jumpers, he's kind of hitting more consistently and, like, step backs and crap. But, like, ah, he's not a wing. (laughs) He's just not the same as Tatum. No, again, you're not running him as a ball handler in a pick and roll like you can with Tatum. That's what makes him beat a big. But when you do isolate and beat on the wing, you get him a – 18 foot post up, like he's dangerous from right there. He could, he could just face up and hit a jump shot. He could face up, bully you down into the paint. See, he could just I, face up, bully you. Like, but there's no stopping him. When, like, Davis does that too. There's no stopping there. him. Yeah. It's similar. Also, but Davis I, is mid range. And you also think about like Embiid is what first in the league in fouls drawn. Like, he, like, there's no stopping Embiid. Davis doesn't do that. And even then, Anthony Davis doesn't shoot the same percentage at the line that Embiid does. Uh, Davis struggled from the line last year, but he's normally pretty rock steady. Like, I mean, like he's a, uh, also the way that Davis was shooting mid range jumpers, like all through the playoffs in the bubble, like he was automatic. Like he, he was shooting the ball extremely well through the bubble. And like, he just like, hasn't played that much this year, obviously. So, I mean, who's to say he hasn't cooled off, but like he, he was lighting it up from mid range and from deep. Like he was uh, like, I, Earlier in the season, he wasn't as consistent, and certainly with the Pelicans, he wasn't as consistent. But like Bubble Davis was uh, was an outstanding. He was really shooting it well. Yes, definitely. I also not to go back to last year and point out one of my atrocious takes of the Sixers will be better without Ben Simmons. And Beat <laughs> looked like crap last year in the playoffs without him. Like he. Oh, uh, but yeah, that's different. And yeah, <laughs> I just I just think Brett Brown was a terrible coach. That too, Blacks for sure. Team. You put Horford and Embiid on the floor together. Yeah, that was kind of destined to fail, but 
I don't know. Like, I just think if he was as dominant as we're saying he is, would it probably wouldn't have mattered as much. They wouldn't have gotten swept. But then you could make you could make this like argument about Giannis. Yeah. I like I like when it comes down to it. Like if I need a traditional big, it's in, if I need a center, it's Embiid first. And well, also, well, Davis kind of plays the four. Like he prefers to play the four. So it's all like now they have Drummond. But, now, yeah, they got Daddy, Daddy Drummond. Well, um, yeah, I'm I'm saying in a vacuum. Like I'm almost just saying like you're. I don't know. You have to pick start bench cut. It doesn't matter like who else is on the team. It's on a hypothetical team. Like well, they don't also, currently have other people on the roster. I I really can't get angry at anyone like anyone. No, I can't. Like I. they're yeah. all like I, it's it's like personal preference. Like yeah, that, it's like not like there's like a clear. Well, like Embiid and Jokic were like MVP content, or like Embiid was till he got injured, and Jokic is an MVP contender. And like I think Anthony Davis like could be one when healthy. Um, you know, like so I, I don't know. Like it feels weird being like taking an MVP contender out of these three and being like, yeah, they're cut. Yeah. I, like I don't know. It's just like pick your favorite. It's subjective. Uh, yeah, that's definitely true. Well, um, what well, what else happened in basketball that there is to talk about? Well, Steph Curry, uh, again, just going through the Twitter. Past uh, Wilt. We had, I sent that tweet about Steph Curry uh, where everyone everyone's like, if Steph Curry's so good, why are the Warriors in 10th right now? And then the argument for be- Steph not being as great as guys like LeBron and people are like that is like, I watched LeBron carry the 2007-2018 Cavs to the finals. I watched Russ carry the 2017 Oklahoma City Thunder to a sixth seed. I watched CP3 take a tanking OKC team to a five seed. Not to mention Iverson in 01. I do kind of love this. Like, he should be doing more with this team. And should he? It's funny, though. I I kind of blame Steve Kerr, but that's a whole other issue. Somebody made the the comparison that he's like those weird Kobe Lakers teams. (laughs) Yeah, like the post-Pow Kobe Lakers. And like the post-failed Dwight experiment Kobe Lakers. Yeah, so it's just that weird thing where you have this incredible person on, like, a weird... But Steph is, like, current Steph is so much better than that era of Kobe. Like, yes. the rundown, like, post-Achilles <laughs> Kobe is, like... Yeah. It was a pretty brutal, brutal, um, you know, last few years, but... And well, I think that the, the problem, too, is that the way Steve Kerr runs their offense, like, he hasn't changed anything since those championship runs, and clearly so much has changed with that team and the personnel and what they're actually able to accomplish. And like, you need to evolve a little bit and adapt to your strengths and Steve Kerr just won't do it. So like, I think if they ran more pick and rolls with him and Wiseman, Wiseman wouldn't be the worst player in the NBA. Literally the stats pretty much back that up. He's atrocious. Wiseman, Wiseman's out now. Right. Well now he's hurt, but I'm just saying leading up to this point, like their record could be better if they actually just steered into the strengths of their players. Like if he ran a couple more pick and rolls with that, like four more a game with the two of them, like, I'm sure both of their stats would be higher. Their points per game would be higher and their wins would be higher. Like, I just have a feeling you would get that. You would also change, like trying to use Kelly Oubre in, in motion and like those weird passing plays they do, which he's clearly not good at. Like, I just think Steve needs to change it up. Like he's not, Kelly Oubre is not Iguodala at like, as far as basketball IQ goes. So like, it's just one of those things. All right, Mark, you don't, I can't. No, I agree. It's like, it's very funny. Like, Andre Iguodala is like a very like he's a great player like a, a great career great player and like to be like Kelly Oubre is not Andre Iguodala it's like yeah 
Andre yeah, Iguodala exactly. was sick. Like, like Andre but Iguodala that's the thing. Sick. Steve Kerr is using him the way he used Iguodala, and it just doesn't make sense. Same thing, I guess, with Wiggins, who hasn't been atrocious, but like. But Wiggins Andrew has Wiggins. been atrocious. Wiggins has always been decent. He's just not. Like when he came, when he got drafted first overall, everybody was like, he's LeBron, he's LeBron, he's LeBron. And then he just never lived up to that. Right? Like he he had that same hype that, that like a Zion Williamson had, where it was like you expect him to be so great just right off the bat. And the fact that he's not averaging 25, 6 and 6 a game and leading his team to the playoffs every year, you know, and making some tough playoff wins but like he, you think he's a failure but in reality like he's a good solid player he's a starting quality player on any sure team. definitely and I think my point was more like he has things that he's better at that Steve Kerr just isn't really using like he hasn't adapted from those teams that were good at one thing before and now when your strengths are totally different he's not really playing into them as much and it's just like that's kind of why they're bad so as much as I want to slander Steph and be like oh he's not as dominant as you know, everyone makes him out to be because he can't lead this team to the playoffs. It's like he's kind of hamstrung by the whole situation. Like, it's just not great. Yeah. All right, moving on. You also, I sent a uh, a video of uh, Oklahoma City Thunder player, a rookie, Alexei Pokjewski. Oh, yeah, Poku? A couple, couple step-back threes, and I sent one of those highlights. He is – young as he's the youngest nba player he's really bad but like might be good because he's seven foot and like can kind of move pretty well but but he's still bad like he is really inefficient he just breaks shots he's got a unreal high ceiling yeah totally and like it was a low it was a really a low downside pick when they like there was no real risk there like they why not take a shot those those are fun picks like I don't remember the last time yeah. you had like a low pressure, like, fuck it. If this guy doesn't pan out, then whatever. Pick. Well, the thing with the Thunder is that like they weren't going to be good this year no matter what. They're kind of openly tanking. So it's like, why not take shots? Like, like we can. We also have five trillion picks until the end of time. So like, why not? At the, top of the, at the top of the lottery, if they get a top five pick, it'll be a safe, solid pick. They'll pick someone with a future. But I think they're going to do a good job of creating like a high variance type strategy where some of their late first rounders or their second round picks are just going to be guys who are like, this guy might end up being really great, you know? And they did that. Uh, Moses Brown undrafted got a multi-year deal. He looked really great. So, yeah, no. And like, that's why, like you just take flyers on guys and you see what happens. Like you're going to end up drafting the guys who probably turn your franchise around with SGA. So it's like, whatever, if you're going to let Poku go out there and chuck up shots, like why not? If it turns out like that, he's an absolute all-star. Fine, that's sick, and it just speeds up your timeline. But if not, like, what were you gonna? I, I, he didn't get drafted particularly early, so why not? I'm all for it. Also, I think uh, he's a fashion icon now too. I know. I saw that his floral shirts and whatever. Just an 18 year old making NBA player money. Oh yeah, yeah. He's 19. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the dream. Who cares, man? You don't want to have millions of dollars right now? I do. No, I do. It's like, it's funny. It's so, like, it was what an old man sitting on the board being like, 18-year-old making millions of dollars. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. <laughs> what is, I don't recognize this world anymore. Yeah, man. like, you sounded Damn. like you were mad about it. Yeah, I'm getting wrecked right now. Yikes. I'm a loser. I'm a huge loser. No, what the hell did I say? 18-year-olds should be millionaires. I think it's cool. It is cool. Um... <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, I just got I just got bodied. 
You've seen a whole Check lot. That of L, bitch. Guys, I I promised my friend in Texas that I would call like reserves. Yes. Yes. Right, Keep talking. I'm, no, I'm, I mean we could do we could do a part two later this week. We bill this as part one. Give it a day or so. Back and record whenever we want. We feel like we're doing it. We're doing an episode. If we just want to catch up, I like yeah. the fact that we talk about Godzilla vs Kong for ten minutes today. Honestly, <laughs> I think that's a strong section of the podcast. I mean, yeah, I, I think that people need to hear about it. I'll say I came in with a lot of energy because uh, I had to sprint here. Um, yeah. So my heart rate was through the roof when we started. And Mark, in part two, we'll have to talk about um, once we know that I'm like fl- safe from my Florida jaunt. Um, our tennis match. Sure. We have yeah, of course. Set. Yeah, they're, oh, they're yeah. dubbing it the new Wimbledon. Yeah, so we'll have to uh, uh, we'll have to get a walk in the park in a tennis match. Yeah, sounds good. good I'm I'm down. Um, Matt, are you? Well, you were in hope. You were at it. Oh, we should have talked about this. You were at a Knicks game. So how are you supposed yes. to tweet? Oh my God, we didn't the account. Um, yes. Oh well, actually, we're still recording. We I'll just leave this all in. This is this is in. Yeah. Um, all of that that you thought was was not is in. Um, uh. You were at the Knicks. So how are you tweeting from the Hoop Troop or uh, from the uh, Dishing and Swishing account? Like, were you tweeting from that game? No, you were no, not. No, I took a picture. I was like some, my seats were like close to Clyde Frazier. So I took a picture of him, but that was about it. Oh, nice. You yeah. yelling Alan Hahn was the best thing. Oh yeah. I was leaving the game and I saw Alan Hahn like in his studio, like MSG Studios across the street on the first floor for some reason on 7th Avenue. And I'm looking through the window yelling at Alan Hahn and he like turns and points at me and gave me a thumbs Hell up. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. What? How long were you yelling before you turned? Once. Literally once. Oh, I was looking okay. through the window and I guess they must have just gone to commercial. So it was just good timing. Um, you go. So it was my other cousin, his boss, I guess, got tickets from work and just gave them to him. So it was like one of those things where that you have to get a proof of a negative test like a pcr test within three days yeah. i was also half faxed at that point but it was pretty cool like there's no one within they block off two rows in front of you and to- two rows behind you there's no one near you like I, it's almost to the point that i think you could be in there without a mask and not get sick not that i would condone that obviously wear the mask sure but, well i mean it's also i mean like increase the number of people in the stadium yeah like i think they probably could start to push it a little bit pass thing the cuomo the was it fast pass what i forget the the cuomo forgive me for being bad yeah i have some vaccines and weed um which i got my first dose guys that away half in yeah i get my my second on thursday what are you mark are you a gang gang type guy now i'm a yang guy no fuck andrew yang Uh, (laughs) i'm out on Andrew Yang. fuck that clown Um, (laughs) he's trying to get everybody free money that dude is such a fucking tool. Like, just like all his, all his like New Yorker, like fake New Yorker. He's like thinking oh, yeah, about bodegas and like he's. It's like the mo- it's so insufferable. And yeah, fuck Andrew Yang. Like all he does is say Mimi. He talks about like he does meme shit. Like Mimi. I'm not yeah. saying Emmy Emmy. I'm saying meme dash Y. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get. But he does meme Mimi shit. Like talk about crypto and dump. Like fuck yeah, that. He's not a fucking idiot. It is how you would. It's, it's that's the point that the we've game. gotten to. He is playing the game. You it's don't like even have to pretend to talk about, about like, like yeah, no, fuck no, you, no, whatever. I'm, I got. I can't get this angry. I can't get this angry. Wow. Forty-one. Save this. Save this for part two. We'll save this for, for part two. two. Um, uh, take us home. All right. <laughs>
Uh, <laughs> oh, Michael, God. have fun talking to your friend from Texas. Um, all right, this is the Hoop Troop Podcast. Tune in for part two next time. Mike's friend is Ted Cruz. He didn't mention that, but he's got a catch-up session with Ted Cruz. <laughs>